ready. All right. So, hi. For the What's video up, listeners, um, you can see us. Hi, I'm Polo. That's Tell. <laughs> so we're doing something a little bit different, as you can see, uh, YouTube viewers or Patreon subscribers. We see you. <laughs> so two things, okay? We we just launched our Patreon. It's literally up right now. So you can go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu and you can support the show. A dollar or just say, hey, thanks, man. Thanks so much for supporting the show. We appreciate you. Any amount helps. So don't feel bad about just donating a dollar. Three dollars will get you early access to the video version of Mike Check Waifu, the one you see here. A or you can wait until Sunday of next week to watch this video version. And then uh, you get the bonus episode at three dollars. Right. Till is that three dollars. Yeah, yeah, three dollars. You get a bonus episode of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Maybe we should name that something different, like uh, I don't know, Mike Check Waifu Waifu Plus or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, how about this? Uh, when we get donators, whoever gets the the first ten dollar donation or something like that can help us make the name. There maybe. we go. There we go. So yeah, we got three tiers. It's only three tiers. So a dollar, three dollars, and then the last tier is ten dollars. And what that allows you to be is that allows you to be a page, uh, uh, a producer of the show. And we shout you out at the beginning of every episode of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. And you also get to vote on topics um, and just basically give us what you want us to talk about. Give us stuff that you want us to talk about. And we'll talk about it here on the show. So make sure you guys check that out. We appreciate you. It means a lot to us to support the show. You guys have been incredible with the listens and the views and stuff like that. Um, 100%. I, I couldn't thank you enough. We seriously couldn't thank you enough. This is probably the best time of our week. <laughs> it's dope. I mean, obviously, I got Chunk Daddy or my son and my wife. Yeah. So that's probably normally the best time of my week. Yeah. But this is the only <laughs> other thing I look forward to 100%. This is enjoyable. Yeah, it's so, so much I'm fun. I'm glad that you give us this to do. Yeah, for sure. It's so much fun. But on today's episode, episode 12 of My Check Waifu Waifu, we're actually going to start speculating on what we think about this fall 2019 list yes summer is over now well almost over almost almost over we, st- we still got a lot of episodes of a lot of shows during the summer season but fall is coming in hot it's coming in hard it's coming in heavy some dope sure. shows so we're gonna get into that uh right after we wrote this intro so tell without further ado mike check let's do it one two one two my sweet wife is that you I know it feels weird. It feels like people nice, watching us. Nice little refresher. <laughs> oh man. Well, welcome to episode 12 of my check waifu waifu. I still cannot believe we're 12 weeks into this shit, tell. 12 hey, weeks, brother. But we we 12 weeks in. Yep. And it, it feels like it's getting better every day. Every single day, man. It's so good. 12 weeks in to my check waifu waifu. Again, thank you all so much for listening. And as we stated at the beginning of this episode, we are we do have a Patreon now. So go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu and donate whatever you can. It would truly help us out quite a bit. 
Um, that money is going to go straight towards uh, paying for the Libsyn account, which is what we use for hosting the podcast. Um, so we can keep the lights on and stuff like that. And also, don't forget that Mike Check Waifu Waifu is sponsored by what you see there down at the bottom corner, LouComplex.com. Yeah, yeah. Go to LouComplex.com. That's actually what you see me wearing right here. All Lou Complex gear. <laughs> so go to LouComplex.com and use the offer code Waifu at checkout so you can be just as fresh as me. Until you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm waiting on my stuff to come in. <laughs> Other than that, let's get right into the topic of the show. The topic of the show is the 2019 fall season, and I can't believe we're already talking about it. But it's been 12 weeks, so maybe I shouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, man, and and I personally think this fall season is coming in with a couple of bangers. Um, Easy, yeah. I mean, My Hero Academia. Do we yeah. need to say more? Like, should we just leave? I mean, I mean, for real, we can close the door. We can get up in this closet right now. Uh, <laughs> the, nice up, thing, the nice thing about that, though, is that it's not the only established show right. on the fall anime list. No. So the whole list to me, not even the whole list, but there's a couple of re- like really well-established shows on this list that got me hyped. And I saw one that kind of made me interested, mm. especially with the uh, podcast name being Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So I got some stuff that I want to check out, too. All right. So let's check it out. So, of course, we got My Hero Academia fourth season. Now, this is probably the most anticipated for probably everybody that listens to this podcast. <laughs> everybody that watch anime in the entire world. Right. It's, this is going to shake up the anime world, especially mm-hmm. because uh, for the manga readers, we know what happens. This <sighs> yeah. Oh, this is the arc where I think it gets a little bit darker. Mm. And this takes us from one of those kid anime to the big boys. Mm. So um, I think this is going to step the game up for my hero big time. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, my hero has never really been like a kid anime though. Right. Like, I mean, so, so when I say, say kid, right. I mm. think that this season is going to be darker, even like, darker than I, what it's already been. I think that this, I mean, it gets dark in the manga. Like the, the, the arc that's just ended in the manga is dark, dark. Yeah, but this okay. is going to be, I think, like, this is the first time we see anything truly like somebody might lose their life. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> that no, makes no me spoilers. sad. Yeah, no spoilers. Man. Oh, 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 oh my. I can already <laughs> feel it. I don't even read the manga and I can feel it. I can feel them slipping away from my grips like a. I can feel him. I can feel him hitting the um, Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. Right. <laughs> Get except, dusted. Except that's All Might saying it. All Might. Yeah. De- Deku, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and he getting dusted away. Young, young Midoriya. Oh, young Midoriya. You know what I love about my hero? What I hope for my hero? I hope the, I think, if I remember correctly, the dubs and the subs came out at the same time. If I remember um, correctly. Like they did I do with think Fire it was a simulcast. Okay, perfect. Um, it wasn't at first. But when it blew up, it was it was simultaneous. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be the same thing for that. Um, you know what I like about the dubs? My boy. Well, no, my boy Vegeta is the voice of All Might. Like, how perfect is that, dude? Yeah. How perfect is that? Let's be real. Goku's voice is uh, I mean, it's alright. Yeah. It's it's alright in English and and Japanese. It's alright, but. Vegeta's voice always been on point. Yeah. I think in both series, like yep. English and Japanese, Vegeta's voice always better than Goku's for sure. 
his voice his voice matches All Might so perfectly too, because it's it's, it's more of the heroic way. So it's like more emphatic, deeper, more enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, the deeper, raspier voice. Yep. Um, sounds like a, a seasoned veteran hero. You know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, Most anticipated, go obviously, is going to be My Hero fourth season. Right? Like we don't even I need mean, to. Yeah. For sure. I think that's going to be top of the list for everybody. Yeah. Number one, even our people who don't like uh, My Hero, which I don't understand. It. I don't understand. How There's you people out there that don't like My Hero. It's a couple. It's wow. a couple. I'm not but, mad. I'm just know, disappointed. <laughs> it can be like that sometimes. Uh, I would have to say, though, um, Shokugeki no Soma or uh, Food Wars. Food Wars fourth season. Yeah. Tell no. away. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I like I like me some food. This is actually one that my personal um, wife who at home watches with me. Oh, okay. And, uh, right, right. She don't like the clothes popping off, but the food is good. The so. clothes? See, I still haven't even started this one yet. So I got three whole seasons I can watch, and they're all dubbed too. So and it's so good, though. It really is. It's like this is actually a really good anime. I started reading the manga for this one because it was so good. And it's I'm- about food. Yeah. <laughs> All about food. <laughs> so, how much of the uh, manga is out on it? Oh, it's a lot of lot of manga out. Mm-hmm. I haven't even finished the manga. I'm like a couple hundred chapters in. And I think I, it's still going. Yeah, I don't understand how manga works. So, like, is is uh, manga so, issue 114 season four? Got, like, well, how does you it got cover? volumes and volumes mm-hmm. are like uh, I think like twenty chapters sometimes depending on the manga you have. Okay. Like uh, some some volumes maybe twelve chapters, like a anime series maybe twelve chapters, some volumes maybe twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the chapters themselves, like the volumes, all come out in one book and then they they release weekly until mm-hmm. it's completely out, and then the actual volume itself releases for purchase. But um, the chapters is what like I I really care about. I just watch. I just read the chapters and we mm. head on about our business. Gotcha. Okay. So Food Wars is all about food. Is is the main character a chef or is he trying to become a chef? Like, what is it about? I'm sorry. I know a lot of y'all listeners probably watch Food Wars. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Polo don't watch Food Wars? It's okay. It's okay. That's, that's, that's good, though. That's good, <laughs> though. Uh, so, yeah, it's all about food. It's a dude who um, basically has... Uh, never cooked food like in a traditional manner like mm-hmm. he's never done it in a formal manner so he he always cooks like at his father's restaurant which mm-hmm. is just like almost like it's not a pop-up shop but it's like this family restaurant he's a really good chef for like your regular everyday chef he's like top of the line like he's like mm-hmm. almost like a five-star chef for your regular chef but he goes to this school to be like trained because his dad's like look I need you to stop like doing this around here I want you to step your food game up <laughs> dad sent him to this like top of the line school where basically you got to battle other cooks with your food to mm. stay in the school. And what they call it is a shokugeki. If you lose the shokugeki, you get kicked out of the school. Oh, damn. Damn. Or that's one of the things that could happen. When he wins the shokugeki, he never chooses to kick anyone out. He just says things like, okay, you have to join my group now, or you got to join this group, or you got to share this information, that kind of thing to evolve. To the better the, the culinary yeah, yeah, space. Yeah. But everybody wants to kick him out. So he has not lost yet. You know, he don't lose. Wow. I don't he understand why they want to kick him out, though. Oh, you got to watch it. So okay. I'm not okay. going to spill all the details for you. You got to watch it, bro. <laughs> all right. That's one I definitely got to add to my list for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm doing that right now, actually. Um, okay. So, this. sorry for all my um, SAO haters. 
There's a lot of SAO haters. I don't understand why. I but, mean, I can understand why. I'm I mean, yeah, no, I, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because right. <laughs> season two was rough. Yeah. Like, Yeah, Alpine was, was rough. Yeah. You can't go from what they did in season one to season two. Now, a lot of people hate started hating Sword Art in season one, though, when they had the, uh, the um, basically the household life. Yeah. You know, when they had Yui and they were in that cabin for like months and stuff like that. But I respected the hell out of that so much. It gave I enjoyed a nice it. mix. Yeah, it was a nice slice of life piece that I. And it didn't last long. It no. was really like, what, an episode and a half, and they went right back to fighting and killing yeah. stuff. Yep. You know? Like, yep. give, give them a second to breathe. And it wasn't a filler, it was important to the rest of the series. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, he, I'm, I would be tired of watching the people I love and care about in this game that I just got forced into die too. Yeah. So give yeah. me a second to breathe. So, I mean, but I get it. Yeah. That part of the show is what made the show so great to me personally. Like, I think the show is great because of that, that piece of story that they gave us to make us like these characters more. Now, no matter what happened, I still continued to watch season two, even though season two was a piece of shit. The second half, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Like the first, the first half was, was great. Uh, GGO, wasn't that what it was called? Gun Girl Online. Yeah. GGO was was technically season three. Oh, was it? Yeah. Cause Alfheim was season two. Okay, so the second half of uh of that was yeah. GGO basically yeah yeah so that part was dope but that that Alfheim shit was a little Trash. boring yeah <laughs> so boring but and then I mean have you watched Alicization yet Yes, I personally enjoy Alicization. There's only one part of the entire Alicization series I don't like. Which everything was else to me Let, was dope. Uh, uh, the the Cardinal dying like. Mm. To me, that was completely unnecessary. And then our our our, our blonde haired boy going get dogged anyway. It's like yep. she literally risked everything to save all of y'all, and yep. you just like I'm gonna throw it away. It the that whole piece of that show, it was so good from there up until it got to that part because then it just became super campy, super cheesy, like. Oh, but you're my best friend. Oh no, don't die. No, I love you so much. Like no, I, no. I, you got the Kevin Hart voice going. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but I personally like. I liked the villain. The villain was dope. Like, no, she was. I thought probably the best I part. Thought, she's like the, the perfect kind of like maniacal. Yep. And like self, like self centered, like egocentric. Yep. She was maniacal, egocentric. Sadistic was, as hell. It was dope. <laughs> yeah. And everything that she, she would give you whatever you wanted, but you mm-hmm. had to do what she wanted first. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what, whatever she gave you. It was just whatever. But you had to do what she wanted first. And yep. I thought that was personally dope. It was just the, uh, the, the heroes, the protagonists got, they, they seemed different and watered down yeah. as it went on. A hundred percent. Like they just, I don't know, filled, but with the power of friendship, we can do anything type shit at the end. I'm like, okay, this is getting corny until it yeah. got to the very, very, very end of that, which is where this one is going to pick up, which is uh war of the underworld. Yeah. Um, this fall is, is basically continuing on where that picked up. It got dark because the, the base that they were at, which was called, um, what was it called? Uh, I forget the, what it was called, but not important. The church or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something in the middle of the ocean, basically got invaded and it hit us with the fattest cliffhanger ever. So I'm looking forward to figuring out where that's going. A lot of people say that this part, this arc is super dark. So 
I, I'll take it. I, I like I like me a little bit of darkness. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so hyped by my hero too. Um, we also um, have you know one of my favorite series, Fate Grand Order uh, mm. Babylonia. So I'm hype about this because it's supposed to dive into Gilgamesh specifically, mm. and I'm just like, ugh, that's your boy. Let's go, everybody who just, listens to this show. No, yeah, still what I. <laughs> what was dope is what I from what I've heard and read is that essentially we get to see Gilgamesh in a different light this time. So not as necessarily the antagonist that mm-hmm. he might actually get a chance to be the protagonist because Babylonia is where he rules and it's for his people. Right. So instead of him being like this kind of uh, super egotistic ruler of like and you know him taking out all the enemies in front of him, now he's actually fighting to save his people and work for his people. So right. I'm excited to see that. We're going to see Gilgamesh in New Light, and I'm, I think that's so dope. Man, dude, it's so many fate-slash-days and nights and fate-slash-order of the church and Babylonian gods and whatever it is. It's so many of those damn things that I, I am completely lost now, and it hurts my feelings. Because like, I really, I know how good the original was. It was so good. Then I, I got lost. Well, I'm surprised because there's actually one um, slice of life. There's actually, you know, three seasons of Fate Grand or Fate Zero Slice of Life anime. That's where I got lost. You ain't want to watch any of that? You know, I didn't know how important <laughs> it was or if it was even a part of the same it world. It wasn't important at all. It's okay. a part of the same world, but it's not important in the slightest. Okay. It's, it's about that younger sister, you know, the one who summoned Berserker. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, she's an absolute monster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um. I did want to say my boy Jacob just went to Dragon Con in mm-hmm. Atlanta and a dude was dressed up as Iskander there or Ooh. Alexander the Great. And I'm yeah. just like, yo, that uh, cosplay was dope, Jacob. Killing it, yeah. You know, let me see some more of those cosplay, bro. Or post them <laughs> in the group, pick. Post them in the group. <laughs> so uh, one I'm super excited about, and I know uh, my older brother is too. Man, Seven Deadly Sins is coming out with another season. Holy shit. Now, fuck. See, now, this is what Netflix, they made a mistake on Netflix. Well, they didn't really make a mistake. They kind of came out with, what was it, the third season? It was super piecemeal, right? Like, they had four episodes, and then I watched the four episodes, and then they came out with the rest later. Yeah. And I did not finish the rest, which I think most people didn't because of that. So, I... I'm a little behind on um, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. But I'm super hype about this because I planned on binging anyway when this yep. new season came out. So I want to I wanna get there. I want to get caught up. And I'll probably even start reading the manga because... Meliodas, bro. Yeah, I love Meliodas. <laughs> He's just a beast. But I also love Bond. Like, to me, like, Bond would be my favorite character. And the only reason that he's my he would be my favorite is because, one... He siphons everybody's power. Yeah. I love those characters in general. And yeah. then he he lives forever. I like the you know, uh he want to live forever, he just do. I uh, forget her name. The the giant chick. She's Oh cool. yeah, the the Terra chick. Yep, yep, she's real cool. I like her a lot. <laughs> but that yeah, Seven Deadly Sins is one a lot of people's looking forward to. Waifu. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. No. Well, the main chick is the waifu. Uh-huh. Like she's, you can only pick you can only pick one for your uh, fall draft waifu chick. Ah shit! <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be. All right, we're not. We're gonna say that for when that draft mm-hmm. come up. <laughs> I, 
I thought. Let's. Why don't we just move on to the next one, which is something I'm super excited for because it's um it's a psychological, which we haven't had a lot of this summer oh, season. I know what you about to say. So you say yeah. psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho Pass Three, brother. I did not right. think Psycho Pass Three was getting a third season, but it looks like it has a different main character. Yeah, I didn't know it was getting a third season either Me until either. I checked this list a couple days ago, and I was like, "Yo, uh, that's gonna be dope. That's exciting." So, um, I really like the thought process behind Psycho Pass. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and this is actually something people are working on, or they're trying to work on things like this now, where. Mm-hmm they can tell who is going to be like kind of like a, a murderer or who's going to be unstable in the future just mm-hmm. by like machine technology and then trying to take those people and getting them hospitalized or imprisoned right. um, before they can hurt the rest of society. And is that like, uh, is that acceptable? Like, is that something right. we should be accepting? Do people not have the flexibility to change, you know, or yeah. is it the outside sources that change them? And I like psychopaths in general. We, it's just, it's, it's a good series. Yeah, it's, it's so sick. Uh, but I, I can't wait to see this this other main protagonist, though. It looks like it's a guy this time. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because I, 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 I love that chick. She was dope. Well, she might still be in it. We don't know yet, do we? That's a good point. Yeah, she might be his commander or something yeah. like that. Or might she might just be walking past. You know, we would pay attention to the background. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, uh I, I don't I, even I know if say, you want to go into any of these other ones. I I do I do I know when you don't want to go into, but I I certainly want to go go into because okay. I know you don't like mech anime. But uh, your boy, I'm excited for Zoids Wild Zero. Um, they are coming out with a new season. <laughs> you a hater? They come out with a new season. Um, October fourth, I think it is. It's gonna be a Zoids, and I'm super extra stoked. People in the group stoked. Uh, so this is gonna be one I'm gonna watch. Um, that song that that's gonna be on my like Zoids? top five watch list. Yes, bro. You didn't like Zoids? How could you not like? I remember. I, that's the only thing I. I mean, okay, it's the only mega anime Liger I did Zero? like was Zoids. But like, I didn't think Zoids was still a thing. Man, like that. Zoids always been a thing. I even played the Zoids game. Huh. Well, I ever remember not the, the new Zoids one. Game. Not the new one. But, I'm talking about like. Ugh. You know, we we in America, Japan always keeps Zoids popping. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. It's like um, it's like Japan absolutely can't get enough of Danganronpa. Like they cannot. Monokuma is everywhere around there, which is dope. Wait, oh, I was gonna say, is Danganronpa get another season? No, no. Oh, they finished bro. the Danganronpa V three is the last game, unfortunately. So okay, they I say it could be more. You all, you low key had me like about to. I know. Trip out over here. I was gonna say, but there is one that I'm actually like. I think we should watch this one just because it's got to be funny, right? Mm, which one? It's called um, XL Joshi, and I don't even know if this is rated as a comedy or something like that. But um, it's it's rated as a romance, Echi Josai. Uh oh, sold. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. But it's. So, look, look, look. Let me just read this little synopsis for you, right, bro? Okay. Um, running short of money, office lady Saki Watasi is introduced to a part-time job where she's tasked with reviewing extra life size condoms. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, she has to so do look, what? Yeah, that's her job, right? And while reviewing, while receiving an escort home after a night of drinking, Saki's demon boss, Keisuke, 
uh, Sudo notices that she's carrying a large quantity of condoms. And what? once Saki explains her circumstances, Kisuke reveals that he is XL size. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, Gorilla, oh, huh? Oh, uh, man. Look, look. Low key, we got to watch this. Hit. It debuts October 7th, bro. I'm down. Um, I'm so. At, at 1 a.m. in Tokyo. So you know it's uh, not for the kids in Tokyo. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know where we're going to watch this at. <laughs> <Me either. laughs> Does it even come on Crunchyroll? Is that even allowed? Oh no! Wait, actually, it's gonna be on standard TV, and it's gonna be on um, YouTube. Oh, YouTube! Yeah, which is wild. That's gonna, but I think that's only gonna be airing in Japan, so we're gonna have to watch it somewhere else. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. You know what? One that interests me in this uh, fall list, though. What, what you looking at? I kind of like, see, this is, it says mystery, psychological, supernatural, but this okay. one called Pet. This is interesting. There that are was people. I, you, what's, what's up? That was when I looked at, but I'm not, I wasn't sure about it. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all, but I saw the cover and I kind of read the synopsis a little bit of it, but it, I don't know. It kind of had me going. It says, uh, there are people who can get into people's mind and control their memories. This is a, uh, this is power. This power is used to eradicate mysteries and cases, or worse, to ass- to assassinate the poten- oh to assassinate the potential of the uh, said power is strong enough that it it is able to destroy people's minds. However, it can backfire and eat up at their own heart. To counter this, um, to counter it, chains are used to lock and protect each other, each other's weak and dangerous heart from the ones growing fear and disdain. They're consequently caught as a pet. Like what? You mean to tell me that this is something that is people that can go in people's minds and control their memories, and then that power is used to eradicate mysteries and cases, or worse, they can use it to assassinate people. That show sounds like it got a bunch of potential. Yeah, um, this might be our uh, this our astral loss in space of yeah. fall. <laughs> Well, so no, it, it won't be Astro Lost in Space because Astro Lost in Space, we ain't know nothing about. We, yeah, we, we gave Astro Lost in Space the boot at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, but that's what that one I, that's actually caught my eye. Yeah, I was going to say, we was more hyped for Demon Lord Retry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost in Space. Uh, I can't believe we were. What a mistake. I, I know, bro. I know. I can't believe it either. We, we're not even going to, we're not going to tell nobody that. <laughs> Only the 400 some unique downloads we got. Uh, what else? What else catch your eye on this list? Uh, so the only other one, I, I had a couple other ones. So like, I know you don't, I don't, well, I don't I'm not gonna say I, I know. I don't think you really like sports anime. Nope. I don't. There was, uh, A Hero No Sora, which is a basketball anime. Mm-hmm. And I really liked, uh, Kuriko's basketball. Um, I posted uh, a video of their like final play in the group page mm-hmm. and, and it got actually a lot of likes, and a lot of views. So, um, a lot of people didn't even know that that was an anime. I know our, our boy, uh, uh, Terry, he's like, no, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Setsuo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna check that one out. But the only other one other than that was Azure Lane, which is actually based on a mobile game for your cell phone. And oh. the game itself, and I'm pretty sure Polo gonna like this one. The game itself is intense and, and like entirely made up of waifus. Yes. It's, Wait, time out. Let me check something real quick. Because Polo might already have it on his phone. 
<laughs> he got that game. <laughs> Didn't even know the anime was coming. No, I did not. No, that's a... No? No? That's not it. Okay. Well, I thought I did. Yeah. It's it's literally just like a, a game where everyone is made up of, like, ships, and they battle each other. Wait, they're made up of ships? Yeah, like, like all the, the women represent some kind of ship. Oh, okay, fight, okay. They fight the other team of ships and stuff like that. That sounds dope, actually. Yeah, so we're going to see how good it is. It's going to have all the polos, waifus that he could ever want. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. What else we got on this list? It's pretty dope. Mm. I don't really see anything else. Yeah, I would say that's probably everything that I would like. That's literally everything we say we said from my list that I made. Um, I would just say of those things that we listed, what's going to be like your most anticipated? Give me like a, a quick three or something like that. Yeah, most anticipated, my hero. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm a uh, demon. I'm not. If I say demon slayer, <laughs> seven deadly sins. Of course. And I'm gonna have to say sword art. Sorry, Sword Art haters. I'm going to put that on, on that list there. Three most anticipated. What about you? Um, I'm rocking with all of that. Like yeah. Everything you said is going to be the same. I'm just adding uh, Zoids to that list. And then um, Shokugeki and the Fate Grand Order. We're going to see how that rolls. Man, I, I want I just I want to find another sleeper. Something. Yeah, that see, that's the best part, though. Like. We got to find a sleeper because Astro Lost in Space was not advertised like how all this other stuff was. Nope. And it was a complete empty. It had an empty synopsis. It just had a very nice, I mean, the picture, the art in the picture was dope. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I was, actually, I was actually just having this debate with somebody. I was like, I I didn't think Astro Lost in Space would be my number one anime, like, at Me all. Either. Like, even once, I, even once I decided I liked it, I didn't think it would be my number one. Same. But, like, after like continuously watching it, it just like, I feel like every episode just keeps getting better Facts, and dude. it's killing me. It's killing me. Uh, I can't wait for you to get to episode nine. Oof. Oof. I'm two episodes uh, behind. I know. I know. You just, when, when you hit episode eight, you're going to be like, bro, why you ain't tell me? And then you hit episode nine, you're going to be like, bro. <laughs> oh man. We're going to talk about Asher Lost in Space a little bit later, actually. But man, before we continue on with a, with a break and move on into our next little discussion, I do want to say what out of these anime, which do you think is the most overrated this summer season? So of the summer season anime. Yeah. Um, of this summer so far. So I'm probably actually going to agree with you on this one. It's probably going to end up being like Dr. Stone. 100%. But I really like Dr. Stone, though. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. I like Dr. Stone. I'm only saying it's overrated because there's other anime that could be rated so much higher. Yeah. That's not getting that shine. At all. And, um, like like I said, Astro Lost in Space, it's not rated as high as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon, Slayer, Demon Slayer is just barely above it, it feels like. Fire Force is not rated as high as Dr. Stone. Um, and, and I think all of those are way better. But I think let's let's look at uh, Demon Lord retry. Let's see what they hitting for. It's, because, it's terrible. Okay, good. It but, is, it's like a six something. Okay, 
But as long as that's the case, you know, because Demon Lord Retry, I feel like it shouldn't even been on the list. Like, mm-hmm. I would say that's overrated for even being rated. <laughs> overrated for being rated. Yeah, like, why, why does it have a 6.1? I need to see reviews. I need to see why, who's lying. Nobody's out here lying. Six is about right. Maybe even a little bit less than that. Maybe a 5.5 or something. But the fact that Astral Lost in Space is extremely close to um, Demon Lord retrying rating is blasphemy. It's blasphemy. I mean, it, it's not really close, though. No. What, Demon Lord retries is 6.21. Astral Lost in Space is 7.68. Oh, okay, okay. It moved up. Like, what we're what we looking at for Astral Lost in Space is that it is um it's a different genre and i think people want something with more action but it's like they go into astral space thinking oh this might be some like i was thinking when i like i think i might have said this this is probably gonna be some kind of mech anime when i first saw it same and it has nothing to do with that nope at all oh man and it's just too good too good what do you think is well, I mean, I guess we the said the most that. underrated. Yeah, yeah we, we said we, that. We clearly talked about the most underrated. We well, already okay. talked about that one. So let's go into all time then. Most underrated anime of all time? Yes. Whoa. Oh, Dude, that's Montel Phil is the most under, underrated anime of all time. Chivalry of a Fell Knight. Oh, easy. Damn. Easy. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> easy. Like, even if, even if I said Asterisk War, because I think Asterisk War doesn't get as much shine either. Facts. But uh, Chivalry of a Fell Knight to me, just like they got that one season mm-hmm. and it had, in my mind, so much potential. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to anyone who watched Chivalry of a Fell Knight who didn't think it should have got a second season. 100%. Damn, so, that's crazy. That's my, that's my uh, number one most underrated because everything else I feel like, I mean, what, Shin Chan? Maybe. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I'm gonna have to say for me, damn, it's kind of hard to even, to even know off the top of my head. I would say Clinab, but they may be properly rated. Like, cause every, everybody that watched it feels the same way I do. Like, it's just way too good. I got it. Grimgar. Wait, is that underrated though? Very underrated. Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't, I can't, it, I can't agree with that. It came Grimgar out. Grimgar is amazing. I know. It came out in 2016. It only has a 7-8 on uh, my anime list. But I feel like it gets no love. And where's the season two? I mean, but maybe here's my with the way though. it ended. Kind of is that Grimgar is so good that I can do without a season two. I yeah, would so. love a season two though, but I will only love a season two if they do it properly. Yeah. Like I need to read the manga before they do a season two. Because if if season two is trash, just just point. don't make it. That's a good. Don't point. make it because they 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 ended kind of like on like the perfect note with those twelve episodes. So maybe 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 it's it's I would still say it's underrated, but it's it, it's good right where it's at as far as like adding yeah. more. Yeah, I would say if we add more, the nice thing about adding more to it would be the fact that there's so much of the world that we don't understand. Yes, yet. that's and, and that's what those, I mean. There's those stronger characters that we don't know yep. what they had to go through to get as strong as they are. Uh, they, but they still don't even explain how they got to that world. Yeah, like at all. But you know, I would like to see more. That's yeah. just that's just the fact of it. Yeah. 
and then I'll say something that's overrated. Um, One Piece is very overrated. It doesn't deserve six million episodes. Um, and Goblin Slayer. I think Goblin Slayer is good, but it should not be rated higher than Shivery of a Fell Knight. Uh, even Astro Lost in Space, Fire Force. It shouldn't be rated over any of that, which I don't think it is actually. But I think people it's, look at Goblin Slayer rated, as like the Goblin Slayer is not rated higher than Shivery of a Fell Knight. Okay. Uh, Shiver Fell Night is rated higher. But I really did enjoy Goblin Slayer. I know. I know. Everybody, everybody think it's just these and it's good. It's good. It's a good anime, but it's just good. It's like a seven flat even for me. So yeah. so what do you think about Overlord then? A nine. It's okay. way better than Goblin Slayer. <laughs> hey, hey, so I was much better. I was okay. All right. I mean, hey, I'll take that one. So much better than Goblin. Goblin Slayer is cool, but then it's like it doesn't. It doesn't have anything like they they defeat a few goblins under the city, and then it, it pretty much just ends from there. Like oh, it's, it's oh no, bro. It's like okay, like I don't I don't need a season two. I'm okay with it just ending like that. I don't but care it's about a movie. it. Of course, of course it is. I don't like I don't care about it though. I don't I don't even think about it. It doesn't even cross my mind. How many times have Goblin Slayer crossed your mind since we've done this podcast? A couple times actually. Like, for real, a couple times, just a couple times. Yeah, not not like, every episode. Like like, there's anime that crossed my mind every episode. Yes, Same. I'm gonna say maybe twice, and I would uh, say like, once, and it's like, only because somebody mentioned it in in like I think a question or something. Of twelve episodes so far, Made in Abyss has probably crossed my mind like nine times. Oh my god, yeah, Made in Abyss. <laughs> Fuck, I love that show so much. I need more Made in Abyss. Like in the movie. <laughs> so the movie is going to accommodate it all though right it's going to bring it yeah yeah I don't, which I don't, is the only disappointing thing is i yeah. i, I kind of just rather have a season yeah like i don't need to see the beginning again just take me to the part where she, they start going down <laughs> right take me to the part where, where life gets depressing god yes man and you just you want to turn it off but you can't turn it off so Absolutely stressful not but yeah, I just figured I'd bring that up. I, I think Goblin Slayer is like people just love. They talk about Goblin Slayer, not even on my anime list. Just every person I know, dude. Have you seen Goblin Slayer? Have you seen Goblin? And I understand it's good, but it's so it's so it's basically good. It's it's the first episode that's etched in everybody's mind, and I think that's it. That's my as opinion. a as a Dungeons and Dragons player, um, and you know I love my Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I like watching I feel like um, Gob- Kuro, Gob- that's it. Goblin Slayer is a very real, like, if you have, like, a DM who plays, like, tough, it's a real real scenario. Yeah. That's just what it is. So yeah. that's that's kind of why I like Goblin Slayer so much because I can relate to it on that level because it's literally, me. it's like D&D fleshed out. Um, I, I so I like that, it yeah. for that. But I would say I agree that I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's underrated. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's rated like properly because I don't, I personally don't hear people saying like it's the greatest ever. I hear it all the time, dude. I, I've i never heard that. And I, whoever said that to you is wild. People at my job say it. Gates, so Gates even hit me up on Twitter like, yo, this Goblin Slayer is fire, man. I'm like, he yeah, this. Just and die. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't watch that much anime either. So like, 
if he did, if he's seen some of the shit we've seen, like May in Abyss or ugh, Overlord even. Overlord, I don't know if that would be his jam. But yeah. yeah, I just figured I'd throw that out there. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. This is going to be weird because I have to insert a break into this video. So we'll probably have to like find a nice little, <laughs> nice little YouTube video. <laughs> and pop it in here but uh we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with some um with some uh anime we've been watching we each gonna bring you two i'm gonna bring you uh astro lost in space and fire force because those two have been killing it for me and i am gonna bring sinful gear season one and your lion april Ooh, fire fire so stay tuned for that and remember while you're on this break just go to loocomplex.com and put some stuff in your cart and then use that waifu code and save. All right. See you in a bit. Peace.
Hey, welcome back to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. What y'all heard during that break was a Made in Abyss song. One of the songs from the original soundtrack, and my goodness, every time I hear that song, yes, man, it puts me in a good mood. And I shouldn't be in a good mood because it's so depressing. I don't know what you're talking about. It made me feel hope. (laughs) It made me feel hope. (coughs) Oh, that's funny. But okay, so to start off our anime talk, should we call this anime talk? What should we call this section? Maybe call this section anime talk? We're going to do anime talk where we can bring you the knowledge about anime and manga that you needed to know anyway. Yeah. So on this edition of anime talk, Polo's going to bring Fire Force. We're going to start off with Fire Force. Did I say Fire Force first or Astro Lost in Space? Uh, You just said Fire Force first. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do Fire Force first. Okay. This is episode... Shit, I can't remember what episode this was. Eight of Fire Force? Yes. Episode yeah. eight of Fire Force. Now, what we talked about, this is going to be slight spoilers for Fire Force. Well, no, it's this is be ma- no way. Yeah, this is going to be major spoilers, actually. So if you're not caught up on Fire Force episode eight, because there's no way you can I talk apologize. about this without it being major, major spoilers. This episode eight of Fire Force was so fucking crazy. Because again, I talked to somebody on Twitter and they were like, I'm liking Fire Force. It's just not enough action going on for the like for the like the way the show is because the show has this world, this power world built up and it's like it's not enough fighting or it's not enough actual action going on in the show. And it I don't know. They I don't think they enjoy that part because it's just it's just so much world building. But that's the part I enjoy the most. This world building has been incredible. So the point of this episode was for them after they infiltrated company one to kind of figure out who's creating the infernos. They figure out that it's one of the lieutenants that's creating the infernos. And we actually see the way he's doing it. He's doing it by having this little bug and he's putting in people. And the reason why he's doing that is because he's trying to find something called the, uh, the pilot. pilot light. Yeah. The pilot light. Which means I I think it's just making like third generation um fire force people, right? Like that kid in the church with that lieutenant after they after he um uses Tom to Tom- Tom- to basically lure these children into this church because he claims that he has basically a cure for being so you can't be turned infernal when it's actually the complete opposite. He lured these kids in his church and he basically tells them, Hey, um, here's the cure. And gives them the bug, gives the mother the bug and kills their mother and then gives another child the bug and the child actually absorbs it. And it looks like he just turned into like a fire soldier, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It looks like he just gained the powers of a fire soldier, fire soldier like anyone else would. Yeah. So if that's what the pilot light is, is that's kind of dope. Like you got like you can be turned into a generational fire soldier. And what is this bug? I know. Like where did he get it from? Which I think Where do we he, even find this out at? Exactly. So I think it's a higher power. Of course, no, we know it's a higher power because at the start of the episode, he was in the phone booth talking to somebody. Um, we don't know who that was, though. Probably Joker's people, whoever was in control of Joker. Yeah. That scientist, maybe. It could be. But now, I, uh, I don't know. We also saw uh, Habiki uh, talk about uh, she knew that there was some kind of insect. And this was before they even shared that information yeah. with uh, Shinra and stuff like that. So Shinra didn't know that it was supposed to be an insect. Yeah. Until they actually saw Nobody it. Nobody did. Mm-hmm. And that was dope. Like they actually show like 
the the bug goes into the body and yep. it hits like the core of your heart or something like that. Yep. And that's what triggers your like your spontaneous your combustion. Infernal. Yeah, your infernal combustion or your yeah. spontaneous combustion, you become the infernal. I it's, thought that was dope. It's so um, so dope. My personal opinion though on this episode was that they crammed a lot into this episode. They tried real to. Fast. And that's what I was gonna and, that's where I was leading to. Like I feel like they try to put so much because you had the investigation part. No, you had the um see it's so much you gotta you gotta kinda put it in order. You had them saying, Okay, we're finally in company one, so now let's start investigating. Then a fire breaks out, and then like they notice somebody from company one and planting this bug in basically broad daylight in the middle of the street, which kind of baffled me. Like, why would he do that in the middle of the road? Like, why yeah. would he like wait do it in the alleyway? Because he was obviously following that person. But we do kind of get an idea as to why he would do that. Like, you know, uh, oh, because like we the, earlier, dude was a little ma- maniacal, a little yep, crazy. Yep. Um, he was like obsessed with the idea of creating this pilot light. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like it wasn't bad at how they paced this episode. No, it was just it was, it was just that. Yeah, it was a lot, but they did it well. You know, yeah, like yeah. the other anime we've watched who tried to put um, put this much in the episode, and we'd be like, "What are you doing?" Man? Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. No, this was this was perfect. What killed me was uh, Takamaki though when she got her ass uh, beat by him. Somebody she basically had a crush on, who she looked up to, was the guy creating these infernos, and she didn't have a clue what she was doing. What you gotta understand though is it just made it all the much better when Shinra came down with the holy fire foot. Oh though. my God, the holy fire foot. <laughs> he came down with all of the, and then oh, we also noticed he might have like a little special ability though, right? Yeah. Because yeah, every he time sense. like his, his like feet would like flicker mm-hmm. whenever anything would happen. So like when, when uh, the guy was putting the bug into people, yeah. his, feet, his feet would flicker and he'd get sent down. Almost so like his he, he, his spider sense. Yeah. And that was dope. But yeah, when he came through with that burning fire foot, that was the dopest thing. I was like, let's go. Man, came down from the ceiling with that beautiful sound design. <laughs> crushed his face and looked up at Takamaki and was like, hey, Takamaki. It <laughs> just was like a super yeah. chill. What do you say? Are you, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. And uh, she was like, she, she straight up was like, no, <laughs> with her face all. She had the up. tears in her face, and then she got happy at the end. Was yeah. so happy to see him. Like, let's go! I love it. He just got himself he another wife. All the girls on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just got another wife. Ding, ding, ding! Ganged another wife. Right. Man, Ooh, it, that's Polo's uh, business right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I love this episode again. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot to it. And again, the show is doing so well with building the world. Not that much fighting, not as much action as I thought it was going to be with some where like, like they have powers. You expect when people have powers, you expect it to be a fight every episode. And that's not been the case, which yeah, it's kind of cool. It's not necessary. Though, no, you know? it's a different way of storytelling. And I appreciate it a lot. I do. All right. That's it for Fire Force. What you got for us, Till? So uh, this is one that was rec- recommended to me by Polo. Hey. Um, as many of you may know, I'm not a big slice of life guy. Uh, but Polo recommended to me that I watch Your Lie in April with my wife. That's and t- together, my wife and I watched maybe 13, maybe 12 or 13 episodes. And at that point, I was like, nah, fuck this shit. I ain't got time to wait. I got to finish it. <laughs> you left. 
<laughs> nah, what y'all gotta understand is I'm a married man. Yeah. <laughs> and that gets you cussed out and put on the couch sometimes. <laughs> but I took that chance for y'all. <laughs> now, your, oh, your line man. April is just entirely too good as well. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at my anime list and it's rated well. It's a top 29 in popularity, number 23 in rank. Mm-hmm. Um, for a reason. Yeah. Rated at an 8.85, mm-hmm. which I completely can take that ranking. Um, I was uh, talking to a coworker of mine about this anime, and uh, the best part about it in general was the fact that it's called Your Lie in April. And through the entire show, we don't even know what the lie is. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the lie, we get, the, we get the closest idea of the lie, like early on in the anime. Uh, do we so want to go full spoilers on this? Or is it, are we going to toss this in the recommend? That's, I think it's recommended. I yeah. think it's recommended in general. But what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna say is this is a an anime about a boy who is a pianist. He's a musician, right? He meets another girl who's a another. Uh, she's a violinist and she's a musician. And this boy has gone through great trauma. He basically has PTSD, where his uh, mm-hmm. mother passed away, and he has to overcome that PTSD to, you know regain his status as a pianist because this boy is like one of the best pianists they've ever seen in Japan. That kind of deal. He's like basically famous, well-known. What, uh, what, what makes this kind of those, that one of those things that draws you in is that like, once you really kind of get to like, I'll say probably like the sixth, seventh episode, you kind of see that, uh, you see the guy changing, you see evolution and you're like, Oh no, I got to keep watching. Mm -hmm. And I would say, 10 out of 10, you got to watch this. Like, <laughs> like for sure. Highly even recommend you, it. Even if you're not like a, a action and like if you only like action anime, watch this, sit down, sit down at home with your personal waifu, mm-hmm. with, with, your, with your baby, and you turn this on and you watch it. Couldn't agree more. like this. Couldn't agree I mean. more. As you were talking, I started remembering what was going on and man. Yeah. If, if my wife wasn't next to me, I would have cried. <laughs> but I can't, you can I, cry I, in front I, of your wife, man. Like I said, I can't look like a punk in front of my wife. <laughs> she, she will never see me cry over nothing like that. What if, oh, what, if, what, if what if we outside and, and somebody acting crazy? I can't act like a, I can't act like that in front of my wife. I gotta make that's sure different though. I'm, I'm not that's soft. different. I know, I know, I know. But no, uh, your line, April, great anime. I actually think it should be rated better than eight point eight five. Hundred percent. My my anime list people is just myself. it's whatever yeah, to yeah. them. But it's, it's <sighs> the world. Not only is it. This is such a great story, but again, the way they animate their playing is so intriguing. It's beautiful. It's literally beautiful. Yeah, and it's the only, I will say that, it's CGI, and I love the CGI. No, it's perfect, because it blends. Um, It blends then they And yeah, they do the blend of CGI to like regular, Mm -hmm. like hand-drawn animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do it so well that when it goes to like the scenes where they do the like extravagant backdrops, and it looks super like intricate and nice. It just flows very well. It flows with the music. It's like artistry. There's like, I'm, I swear, there was like one one scene where it was like five minutes of them just not talking, just music playing. I'm just like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. It's sick, man. It's, sick. it's art. It's just art. Highly recommend it. We're going to call that the recommend of this uh, anime talk. <laughs> For sure. Uh, my next one is the number one. One. Number one anime of the summer. Probably... It's probably going to crack my top five list of all time. We're going to have to revisit our top five of all time eventually, but Astro Lost in Space is up there. Man, episode seven, 
<sighs> episode seven. I need, I need a refresher on this one. I got you. Don't worry. Episode seven starts off oh, with I them know, I know on the ship. Is. Yep, yep. They're on the ship. They're making their way to another planet to recover some food and some water. We pretty much got the the gist of what what this show is about, right? <sighs> they get to this planet. Now the thing with this planet is you. Uh, Make sure you guys subscribe to our Patreon and watch the video version of this podcast early. But <laughs> the the thing with this plan is you have a son, right? My my fist is the sun for the video yeah. watchers. My fist is the sun. The planet does not rotate on this axis and it goes around the sun, which means that one half of the planet is completely dark all the time. And then the other half is has all sunlight. So one half is extremely hot and it's always daytime. And the other half is cold and frozen and dark and scary and dreary. But Astro Law, the, uh, the Astro crew figure out that there's, you know, a place where they can land, where they can get the best of both worlds at the, basically the uh, equator, which is, which was a uh, more vertical equator. Right. Yeah. Cause it was, yeah. Yeah. yeah which is more of a vertical because equator. It, it was just like, it was just entire around the entire thing. And it, that was where it was cool or, or whatever it, the most optimal temperature was exactly the most optimal optimal temperature when they go to land in that particular area we figure out that there's fucking crazy ass like bug animal things and there's this plant that gives an electric like like i can't even say the word like electronic field yeah like an electronic field that kind of discharges electricity and they didn't know that and when they figured that out it literally it literally hurts the ship. The ship freaking cr- crashes on this planet and basically lose, lose the most important, important piece of the ship. And we figure out that our crew is now stuck on this planet and it's nothing they can do. Uh, and that was like low key heart wrenching. Yes. It, like, it hurt. We had so much hope and so much faith. And it was like going so well before that. Me minus little crew bickering, but like, we yeah. can take crew bickering. That's nothing. Because they can, at some point, understand each other. Mm-hmm. But when the ship is going down... Their only way home. It's And they would, they've been traveling for all, what, almost like 90 days or something at yep. this point. Mm-hmm. So it's almost been three months since they've been away from their families. They've been having to survive on their own. These are teenagers, dude. Mm-hmm. I think this is like, what, their first year in high school or something like that? Yep. Like, some of them might be 16 or something like that. But that's still the struggle, my dude. Like mm-hmm. well, that, that killed me. So once once they crash on a planet, everybody's freaking out. Like we we have to live here. We have to make a life for ourselves here, which is what Zach says to the entire crew. And of course, our chick, um, Ratalia or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's not having it. Quatri. Yeah, yeah, Quatri. She's like, I I want to go home. I want to get married. I want to live in my bed. I want to sleep in my bed. I want to have children. I want to live a life. She did drop that knowledge. Yeah, she was. She was preaching. She was preaching the facts, but everybody else was like kind of optimistic. They were kind of like trying to force their way into understanding like this is our life now. While she was like, I don't want this to be my life. We have to figure something out. And she wasn't having it. So Zach tells her, hey, we have a cryogenic pot on the ship. You can live there until somebody come pick you up while we live our life on this planet. And you can outlive us and you can wake up when somebody can rescue you and we'll go from there. She's like, why the hell would you ask me that? I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I don't want to live my life in a cryopod. No. So 
they uh she continued to live on a ship but then a couple of our other members are exploring and they find what looks to be another astra bruh bruh how coincidental was that so i got questions for you okay what you got what do you what do you suspect what do you think is gonna happen what do i think is gonna happen or what do i suspect it happen what do you suspect and then what do you think is gonna actually happen what i suspect happened is somebody did the exact same thing to that astra as they're doing to our astra so i think a group of people this is their way of eliminating people was using that ball vacuuming it out in space and then apparently uh, that crew did the exact same thing our crew did and say look we have to try to survive this so they maybe it was a couple of different crews like for example like the ship that they have now could have been a, a different crew and then the ship that crashed could have been an even different crew of mm-hmm. just like it's just a group of people trying to kill certain people for whatever reason we don't know yet but that's what I think is happening. So they find the they they find the ship in outer space and they get lucky enough to crash on this planet just like the other crew probably did. And what's crazy is that once they explore that ship, that other ship that they find, they find the same one cryopod chamber that they had with somebody actually sleeping in it. And it was a lady who was probably a child at the time she got lost but grew into this lady in this cryopod, which I didn't think no, she was already nah, an adult. Cry- well, no, cryopods, you don't, that's the whole point. And you don't, you don't age. And you don't you age. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she was already an adult. So damn, damn, that's crazy. So basically they wake her up and then that's the end of the episode. But holy shit, dude. Like what I think is going to happen is she's going to join. They're going to obviously put the two pieces of the ship together and get back into space. But then she's going to know some secrets that our crew know nothing about. And then hopefully I can't wait. Hopefully <laughs> share that with them and they figure it out and then something's gonna fall apart. I just know it. Uh this animation is entirely too good. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's like you, you it's got good much. and then you have all of the good. And yeah. that's what Ash Lost of Space is. It's, it's just too good. It's too much good. It's it leaves me speechless after every episode. It does. Well, uh, I just know in episode eight, um, it made me speculate something that I speculated in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then episode nine, my speculations were like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. you got to watch the video to understand what he's doing right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just hyped. I'm, I get. I say this every episode. I'm super excited to hear what you have to say next week. <laughs> oh shit! Every okay. time, it just guess, it I, makes me feel better. I guess I got to keep bringing Astro Lost in Space to the anime talk, man. You got to. You ain't got a choice. <laughs> this, this <laughs> Number one anime of the summer. Yeah, facts. All right, All right, what's your second? All right, so like I said, I'm bringing Simple Gear now. The reason I started watching Simple Gear was mm-hmm. because on my anime list. It is rated as one of the top five anime of the summer. Um, And like I said, it was rated higher than some anime that we're talking about right now that we are considering, you know, one of our top. 
Um, I watched season one of Simple Gear, and um, season one is not rated as high as like the current season. But I want I didn't want to just jump into the current season and you know not know what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, this is a musical anime. Um, and Wait, a musical? Yeah, it's like um, all of the main characters sing, and the singing is what brings out their gear that they fight with. And um, basically, in the first episode, they're going to this concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the these two young girls um, they go to this concert to see these two idols called the twin um, the twin wings or Zwei wings, who mm-hmm. are just two girls who who sing together and perform as like idols. Okay. And their singing um, brings about this decade, this once a decade event where uh, what happens is it's like their creatures called noise, where if they touch humans, they just completely disintegrate and turn to ash. Ooh. Well, uh, what happens is when the, the noise arises, um, the two girls, they, their singing brings out their weapons and their power, and they go and fight the noise, and they're killing the noise and everything. Mm-hmm. Our main character, Habiki, is completely, like, infatuated with the main girl. Um, Wait, the main idol? Singing. Yeah, the main okay. idol who is singing. And mm-hmm. she's, like, watching her in the stands. But everyone else is completely scattering, running, dying left and right. And Habiki's just like, I don't want to move. I'm just going to watch. And then the girl sees Habiki standing there and kind of tells her, you have to run now. And Habiki starts to run. Mm-hmm. Um the noise is chasing her and it knocks her down like with, with uh, like gravel and rocks and stones falling from all over the place. And the girl does uh, is like getting hurt and attacked by the noise. So she's getting hurt. Um, mm. So we have Hibiki getting hurt and we have the main girl getting hurt. And basically the main girl or the, the, the main idol singing has to pull out what is called her uh, climax song. The climax song is the basically you sacrifice your life for an immense amount of power mm. and our our girl Damn. she sings this climax song and it ends up like so hibiki gets hit through the heart as well that's what it was she got hit through the heart and was dying uh oh, the main shit. girl stops hibiki and says just breathe don't give up on life goes around sings her climax song kills all the noise in one gigantic blast and what happens is, is uh, the girl who does her climax song, she dies, but her uh, gear gets lodged in Hibiki's heart and, and heals up her wounds. Wow. Uh, I thought like the first season is rated almost like accurately, 7.8 mm-hmm. or 7.08. Um, I think it's pretty accurate. It's not like the best thing I ever watched. But it was actually it was good enough to watch the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had to, if we had to like be nitpicky and look at all the details, sound design is by far one of the best things in this. That's what it's all about: is audio. Right. Yeah. Um, the artwork was really good. It could have been better, um, but at, after looking at trailers and whatnot of like the current season, it looks like they stepped that that shit up. One hundred percent. Like that. Okay. that they that got the visual, funding. Yeah, visually it was beautiful. And Damn. I mean, with with like I said, with the current rating, it has to be, it has to be good, right? Right. right. Like it's it's rated at a, like an eight point something. Mm. So, yeah. I'm I, yeah I'm 
that oof, I'm gonna have to watch that. Was that the first episode? Yeah, that was the first episode. Yeah, I'm definitely watching that shit. Holy cow. Yeah, and I'm I am going to go back. Yeah, it's still rated, it's an 8.49. The, the current the current season is 8.49 mm. with 13 episodes in. So I'm going to watch that and uh we're gonna see we're gonna see what that's hitting for. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Oh yeah, like I said. That it's sounds so cool. <laughs> it's literally not even a whole point behind One Piece, which is something. Like I said, people love One Piece. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch One Piece one day and force myself through that trash. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I actually read One Piece. I haven't watched One Piece in years, but I read it. <laughs> anyway, let's go to probably my favorite part of the show. Could it be? It is time. It's time. For the Demon Slayer recap review, brother. Uh, I thought it was time to did it, did it, did it, did it, do it. Do, it's your turn, you gay boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, man. So, Tell, can you please, would you please be able to do us the honors of the beautiful recap? You did such a fantastic job last week. I need another one of those. It was right. so damn good. So, uh, uh, Demon Slayer episode 22. Episode 22, Master of the Mansion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, episode starts off with our boy Tanjiro. My palms are sweaty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> our boy Tanjiro is laid out on the ground, being caught to wake up. Hey, hey, you, wake up, wake up. And he, he uh, basically is, like, unconscious. And mm-hmm. he wakes up um, to this guy yelling at him, saying, hey, you got to wake up. You're going to sit there later all day. And when he finally wakes up, he sees these like figures standing over him. You see five people standing in front of him. He says, basically, uh, you're standing in front of the Hashira. Um, which means the pillars yeah. in English. Yeah, which means they're the pillars. Yeah, right. They're the, they're the goons. Um, they're who we saw at the end of the last episode. And as soon as he kind of uh, wakes up and realizes who like, sees who he's seeing, he doesn't know, he doesn't really realize who he's seeing. Uh, Shinobu says, we're going to put you on trial. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, same, bro. <laughs> same. And it was like crazy. I'm like, okay, let me at least get a trial, you know? But as soon as Shinobu kind of, you know, asked him to explain himself, the flame Hashara, what's his name? Kyojuru Kyo, Rengoku. Oh, you know cuts her off. It's like, yeah, they said him in the in the um in the video in the episode. Oh shit, I don't remember. Yeah, so Kyojuru Rengoku, which he's the fire filler. Your boy. <laughs> That's gonna be my boy right there. I'm Straight liking up. him. He he's fire. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, he cuts her off and says it's against the rules. We should be able to do with him as we see fit. Um. And then, as soon as he says that, the sound Hashira, what's his name, Tengen Uzui, he agrees and says, oh, and I can behead him or uh, decapitate him flamboyantly. I'm like, oh, so you the, yeah. you the, you the one. You, you the one, one. yeah. You the, you the Orochimaru out the group yep. is what I'm thinking. I'm Straight like, that's up. the Orochimaru out the group. And then, uh, the love Hashira, which I like her, Polo. Yeah, she's, she's mad decent. Okay, yeah, okay. I like her. And uh, Love Hashira Mitsuri Kanroji is like kind of speaking to herself in her head like, oh my God, they would kill someone so cute as this. And mm-hmm. it's so lovely that he's carrying his demon sister and, and taking care of her and protecting her. She's probably and, the strongest. <laughs> hey, 
Cause like, I don't, I wouldn't be either like low key. Cause (laughs) I don't even think anyone want to stop her. No. Uh, And the stone Hashira speaks up. His name is Gyomi Himajima and the mist. Gyomi Himajima is kind of like pitying Tandro. He's like this poor boy. I can't, I feel so sorry for him and the fact that he's ever been born. I'm like, damn, like they all have like, you can kind of see they all have their own kind of like ideals. The quartz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then you got the mist Hashira Muichiro Takito. Tokito. And he's looking up in the sky asking what was the shape of that cloud? What was the name of that bird? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so he's the, the kind of like oddball who is just like, I'm just here because I'm here. I have whatever, to be, right? Yeah. yeah. And we kind of find out that they're the nine highest ranking demon slayers. But at this point, we only see what? We see one, two, three, uh, four, five. That's all we see at this moment. We see five of them. And we find out they're the highest ranking demon slayers. Um, the nine rank highest ranking demon slayers. And Shinobu wants to hear his explanation for as to why he's carrying a demon with him. Why right. is he traveling with a demon and he's a demon slayer? Right. And he, you know, he he is thinking of how to speak to them, but he's not saying anything. And Mitsuri, uh, the, during this whole time, you know, they're arguing like, it doesn't matter why he's carrying a demon slayer. We just execute him for breaking the rules. That's right. what he's doing. They're bickering and going back and forth with each other. And most of them are actually agreeing, except for, uh, you know, the love and Shinobu. Shinobu saying we should wait and we have to put him on trial. Uh, Mitsuri says they should wait for Master um, until Master arrives. And then this is like kind of like one of my favorite parts. Not really my favorite part because it, it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> but this is when Same. the wind Hashira, Sanimi Shinuzugawa, Shinuzugawa? Okay, Shinuzugawa. <laughs> when Hashira, uh, or when Sanimi walks up, you know, he has Nezuko's box in his hand. And he says, this is the moron slayer who's walking around with the demon in a box. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it pissed me off so much. Like, oh, my God, my dude. I can't believe you, you really carry Nezuko like that. Oh. He stabs through the box. Stabs oh, my Nezuko God. through the shoulder. And I'm just like, bruh. Dude. We it, gotta. I, I've. Physically cringed as I'm watching it. I'm watching it and I'm like quincing, like, no, like, ah, physically so, in real life. Yeah. This this whole time, um, Tandro is on the ground and he's like, uh, he's like being like as patient as he could possibly be. Cause, well, oh, I'm sorry. Before that, um, our girl Shinobu had given Tandro some water because he, she realized he had hurt in his jaw right. and couldn't speak very well. But she gave him some water with, with a painkiller in it. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, our boy Tandro is full of energy because he like, you just stabbed my sister. Mm-hmm. And he says, anyone who hurts my sister is going to basically feel my wrath. Mm-hmm. He gets up and he runs straight for Sanimi. And I'm like, oh, Tandro about to get chalked out real quick. But and then as soon as, Tandro, yeah. Yeah, as soon as Tandro runs up, right, our boy Giyu is like, um, we should wait for Master to get here. And Sanimi kind of like loses his focus for a second. Tandro jump up in the air and he hit him with the Inosuke. I'm about to knock Inosuke out here, but <laughs> and bow, he hits he hits a uh, tsunami Causing over the head. Bleed. Yeah, causing him with a nosebleed and knocks him straight to the ground. Drops Nezuko's box, that everything like that. Good dude. I was like, that's so good. <laughs> oh my dude, like I'm so hyped for you. Yeah, it feels so good. Hyped. Super excited. Our boy uh, came through in the clutch and basically uh, 
dropped one of the pillars with one hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even if he was a little lucky, he was fast enough to hit the wind pillar, which we would assume he's pretty swift. Right. Uh, and essentially, um, yeah, hit him with Old Faithful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see Guru, who is uh, the snake um, Hashira. Which is actually and, Orochimaru. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually Orochimaru. He's, I would say visually, he's my favorite. Visually, like, no, I yeah, man, I like the black and white with the like one, one yellow eye. One yeah, green eye. it was kind of dope to me. Uh, but our boy Guru was very surprised that uh, he was able to hit Sanimi, and you know, Sanimi picks up his sword and raises it, to, raises the Tanjiro like he's gonna cut him. And at that point, that's when the the weird sisters kind of do yeah. their thing. He has arrived, and the master arrives. And I was like, okay, Master's here. He walks out. Looking like a demon. See. Well, to me, he looked like he had the uh, permanent Byakugan yeah. going. Yeah. He looked like he, his veins was popping out through his head. Got the permanent <laughs> I'm like, what's up, Master? How you doing? You yep. can see everything. But then I'm like, oh, he's got to be blind because, like, whatever. But then I realized everybody eyes look like that in the show. Yeah. Because they all got some super crazy solid, eyes like super solid colored eyes. Yeah, but they're beautiful. Yeah. Um, but he's got the Byakugan going, but he can't see anything. Um, and he says, he talks about, of uh, like, everyone, this is our semi-annual um, Hashira meeting, mm-hmm. and we all have this, we still have the same people. So they are all, like, excited. Like, we have everyone here, and we didn't have to, like, replace anyone. No one died. Right. So I'm assuming that there's some, some crazy demons out there, and it yeah. might not just be the... Uh, they might not just be the the 12, 12 main demons, the twelve demon moons, because if if these guys are like the pillars, they're the main strong guys, and they're mm-hmm. dying. Uh, and we saw how easy they took out Rui. Right. Um, there has to be some other demons out there who are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, One of the twelve, more of the twelve. I mean. Yeah, or even some that are above the twelve that are just been alive for a long time because we true. we can't assume that the Michael Jackson demon has just been around forever. But no, they said he did though. They said he was the one creating the demons. No, yeah, I, I mean that's not what I mean. I mean like we gotta assume that there's other demons other than the Michael Jackson demon. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's um, creating other demons. Yeah. So when um Master comes out, they all bow, and Sanimi grabs Tanjiro so fast that he couldn't even react. He didn't even know he was grabbed. And puts his face into the ground faster than he can do anything. The master tells everyone, "Look, I'm sorry for exciting you and getting you all, uh, all your spirits all raised, but um, Tandro and Nezuko are to be accepted because I've accepted their condition and what they're going through, right?" Mm-hmm. And they was like, not feeling that, brother. Six of them instantly speak up. The ones we talked about: uh, Sanimi, Iguru, the Stone Pillar, the Fire Pillar. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Who else? The wind pillar. Yep, oh, yeah. So everybody, st- everybody says something except for Misty Guy, um, Insect, or Shinobu, um, Giyu, and the love pillar. So yep. four of the nine didn't say anything, which means obviously they're over, overwritten, basically, right? Yep. So when they say that, they're kind of going back and forth saying, hey, we don't, uh, we don't agree with this. This is against right. the rules and we can't trust a demon. I can't ever trust them because they are demons. <sighs> yep. And oh. he's saying that to his sister and he would do anything to protect his sister. So the weird twins again, 
they read a letter from Uroko Daki that Nezuko is basically the real deal. You know, she is a demon who has never consumed human flesh or anything. For two years. years For more than two years, yeah. Two years of being a demon, right? And Mm -hmm. if she ever is to hurt or consume a human, that Uroko Daki, who is a former pillar himself, Mm -hmm. and um, Tanjiro will commit seppuku. And if you don't know what seppuku is, basically it's an honorable suicide where they take their own blade and kill themselves. So not only that, but Giyu as well. Giyu is a part of that too. Yeah. So so I'm just like... It's crazy, bro. That's three lives on the line for her to hurt anyone. And basically... They all speak out again. They still can't agree with it. I think the stone pillar this time is quiet Mm -hmm. and didn't say anything, but the others still speak out. So now it's more of an even footing. And basically our our dude Sinemi, who is our wild scarred wind uh, Hashira or pillar, is like straight up tripping now at this point. He cuts himself with his own blade, takes his blade, cuts his wrist he already has a bunch of scars and he drops the blood into uh, Nezuko's box where he stabbed the box up. And he, as he's dripping the blood, you know, he's saying, taunting come, her. Yeah, her. taunting her. Come get what you know you want. Come get this, this food that you know you want. And basically, uh, Nezuko is like in the box, you know, doing whatever Nezuko do. Tripping. Not, not really tripping. She's just chilling. Mm-hmm. And our dude, our snake guy, Iguru, says, She's in the sunlight. You can't expect her to come out here. So he apologizes to the master, jumps into the, uh, the, the temple, and throws Nezuko's box in the ground. And at this point, this is where we are. We get our, our hearts broken a little bit more. Stabs her again. <laughs> Stabbed her twice through the box again. Yeah. And drips more blood. Still dripping more blood in there after stabbing Nezuko, trying to get her, tempting her, taunting her, trying to get her to come out. Then he opens the box. Yeah. He opens the box and Nezuko finally comes out. She's like drooling. Uh, She is angry. Mm -hmm. She is pissed. And we see Sanemi staring at her. We see Nezuko and everybody. We see everybody staring at Nezuko. And we see Nezuko staring back. And that's the end of it. But I don't know, bro. I got ideas. What you got? I got, I got, I already know what's going to happen, at least in the beginning. What you think? Nezuko is not going to try and eat dude. Obviously. I think that she might be interested in it because he literally tempted her with something that she's supposed to, that's her, that's supposed to be her life, right? That's what Mm -hmm. she's supposed to eat. But this is what she's going to do. She's going to try and juke to the left, juke to the right, juke to the left. She gonna, or really, that's not what she's gonna happen. She's gonna see Tandro on the ground. Yep. And she's gonna see that Tandro's been hurt and it's being hurt because Igoro got Still his arm in Tandro's back. Yep. He gonna, she gonna see that and she's gonna go straight to that. And I think they're still gonna stop her. Well, well she can't because of the sunlight, though. I think that she's gonna go. She's gonna be hurt. In the her. sunlight? No. She, you, she will literally vanish. Yeah, listen to me. She's going to go and she's going to start getting hurt by the sun. And they're going to be like, she risked her very life to save a human, even though she knows she will die in the sun. The way the sun kills demons is 
drastically quicker than just her getting burnt. You're right. Right. You're right. Like she will literally go out there. The moment she steps out when they turn it into dust, they literally get Tony Parker. We're going to see. Or Tony Stark. I mean, I put them together. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> you gonna get Peter snapped. Parker. Tony Parker. He's Tony Parker. She's gonna get hey, snapped that's away. A, that's, our, that's our new meme. Tony Parker. <laughs> get dusted. Uh, join the Discord for Tony Parker chat. <laughs> Tony Parker. Uh, that's I mean, live forever. That's that's like uh, uh, that's just one of my conclusions. I don't know if that's one hundred percent gonna be it. What's but I think I think that could happen. Okay, so my my guess, okay, this is exact, probably exactly what's gonna happen. She's gonna stand right, up. She's gonna look. She's gonna continue to drool, but then when she looks at this wind guy, she's gonna see uh one of her family members, probably her father, if I had to guess. She she's gonna see her father because you remember she was hypnotized by the other demon lady, who said, "Hey, every time she sees a human, she's gonna want to protect them, because she's gonna think she's a they're a part of her family." So she's going to look at him angrily, drooling, hungry, but see her father and probably run up and give him a hug. And then that's going to shock everybody. Everybody's getting ready to draw their swords. He's getting ready to draw his sword to, to try to kill her. And it's going to be a hug. And it's going to be like, get off of me, you stinking demon or some shit like that and push her off. And then she's going to sit there and be super cute as Nezuko do from time to time. And everybody's going to look at her like, oh, what's going on here? This is not okay, but this is strange. Maybe we should consider this. And then it's going to it's gonna wrap up from, like, not wrap up from there, but it's going to be a broader story about them saying, hey, okay, well, you have to do this training now. You both have to go to this training. You guys are going to become a pillar. <laughs> uh, that would be dope. I think, dope. <laughs> I think in this situation, if Nezuko did that, she gets killed. Think he'll just kill her? Chop off her head? She's rushing him. He's not going to wait. That's true. He's not going to wait to find out. That's a good point. Hard to tell, man. We don't know. know. I think that that's why I think she has to go around him. Because if she goes straight to him, I think what she could do is she could reach her hand out. And just attempt to hold his hand or something like that. And that will... That will be the most subtle thing she can do if she's going to try and touch him. Because if she if she goes, if she rushes him and like tries to hug him, You're right. she she, she going to die. Even if I it's not though, just from him, it could be from any one of them damn fast yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. I think if she's going to touch anybody, she has to touch Master. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, it could be Master. But they could probably do the same thing. You know, they think if she's going to attack Master. Well, that's that's what I'm saying though. Is yeah. that like they're not gonna take a chance to get close to Master, and, and yeah. from what I see, I feel like them getting too close to him is like. Okay, hear me out. What if she does what I said? Right, she she goes at him or walk walk towards him, trying to give him a hug, or yeah. some shit like that. Guy draws his sword, but the Master stops him. Like he's like. Does a quick fucking step. We realize he's strong as hell too. He does a yeah. quick step and he stops him from drawing a sword. And she comes over and give him a hug. It could be. It could yeah. be. He, he could look like Tondro's little brother or something like yep. that. Like their little brother. Yep. Exactly. All right. Look, send an email. Let us know what you think is going to happen in the next episode of the Demon Slayer. Yeah. We will appreciate that. And if you write in and let us and give us your opinion on what's going to happen in the next episode of Demon Slayer, you could be entered in 
to win a $25 Amazon gift card brought to you by Mike Check Waifu Waifu, specifically Mattel, who actually brought that out of his own pocket. So thank you, Mattel. Shout out to you. Right. It's going to go, you're going to go into a random drawing, but you have to write into the show. Um, you can just go to MikeCheckWaifuWaifu.com slash contact, or if you write on our Patreon page, you can be entering yeah. the draw for drawing over $25 Amazon gift card. Easy. So easy, easy. So you have to listen this far to even know that that's even an option. But if you do, we appreciate you. <laughs> 100%. I think that's what what rating would you give this episode? I mean, so I'm going to tell you right now, based off your text message you sent me, I thought this episode was going to be like trash. No, I was pissed. And I was just pissed I, because of this situation. I actually pretty much enjoyed this episode. I'm not going to give it like I can't give it a nine. I'm not going to say I give it an eight, but like a, a seven and a half because it was like almost there. Mm-hmm. It was like right there. Um, and I'm going to go I, with a flat seven. Yeah, I feel like it would have been better if they would have just showed Nezuko taking a step. If Nezuko would have took a step, it would have instantly jumped up to an eight for sure. I would have been like, oh, there's the action I wanted. That's all I needed was that step. I stood up out of my chair and threw my phone and said, what the fuck, man? <laughs> real life. In real life, I was pissed. I was so angry. It'd I wanted like more. That. I needed more. It'd be like that. It, so it was kind of a letdown in that sense, but I feel like it was a lot of... And the reason why I get a seven for me is because I feel like it was a lot of back and forth with, oh, we need to go on trial, but we need to wait to a master. But no, this is a demon. We need to just kill him. What are we going on trial for? But no, this is, we need to wait to the master. Oh, but we need to kill him because he's just a, like, it was just a bunch of that for the most of the episode. So like yeah. a bunch of back and forth. And I understand it was necessary for the most part, but it wasn't obviously necessary to do it three or four times in order to just pass time so they can cliffhanger us. But I mean, still, it was a good episode because we, we meet these pillars and there's something, there's something, they're nothing to be trifled with. Yeah, because if yeah, if Giyu and what, what's her name? Shinobu. Shinobu. Shinobu is anything close to what these people are. They're it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But uh, with that, who, who would you say you think is probably the strongest out of all of them? If you I, just had to, I think love is for sure. You think the love one? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I would say I would probably say the Miss dude, and I'm only going to say him because he seems unaware and doesn't care. True. So that's and that's kind of the same aspect I got with love too. Like she's like yeah. super timid and super sweet and super cutesy, but she's probably deadly. And that's yeah. that's a good point. He forgets everything, but all, all he knows is he's a demon slayer. And that's that, all he cares about. That's it. That's it. And it's it's like, hey, you walk up on mist, and what happened? Yep. Yep. That's it. Oof. That's all like right. an evil. We're gonna find out. Uh, let's see what, what we find out more in later episodes. Yeah, yeah. And with that. That'll wrap up episode 12 of My Check Waifu Waifu. Let us know what y'all think about the video version of it. We hope you appreciate it. I mean, it actually was a lot of work that went into this, rather than yeah, believe it or not. Troubleshooting, <laughs> making so, sure everything worked, but you know. Yeah, and if the audio quality sounds a bit different on the podcast, I apologize because we have the video version up. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu if you're interested in getting the video version of the podcast early. Um, I believe we're going to do the video version. Uh, what would you say? Two days before, after the podcast? Maybe same uh, day? What you want to do? Yeah, I would say if we can get the video uploaded the same day on Patreon. 
as as that the podcast. Be, that'd be what I'd recommend. Yeah, okay, um, we could do that because that'd be that'd be better, and we get it up there for you know our our actual Patreons. Yeah, for sure. So okay, so yeah, we'll do we'll do the video version at the same time as the podcast. Um, and if you want to just you know hold out, the video will be up on YouTube that a week later. So thank you all so much for listening. I'm Polo at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm Montel at King Teliano on Twitter. Naughty Gentleman on Instagram. Hey, that may change in the future. Who knows? Yeah, we working on it. We'll keep you updated. And we'll see you guys next episode. Peace. We out.